Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm talking to Mac Hancock, and I will get started talking to him in a second. But first, he's with he's the at the Hollywood University in North Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia, on Canada. But uh, and he's with the Concussion Legacy Foundation chapter there. But uh, we'll talk in a second. First, I'll introduce my sponsor, HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges gaps in concussion care. Through simple, powerful technology, join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada. Rely on HeadCheck to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. Again, my uh, my speech is mobile, careful. But uh, welcome to the, the podcast, Mac, and uh, thanks. And uh, you said you just got back from Halifax last night. Or, yeah, thanks for thanks for having me, Nick. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, on. So just just introduce yourself and uh, and uh, why? You, first of all, your why your beginnings yourself and your interesting questions. For sure. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nick. Um, so my name is Mac. I am a third year neuro, neuroscience student at Dalhousie. Um, so my interest from concussions started from playing hockey and getting a few concussions myself. Yeah. Um, I ended up having a handful in a, about a year and a half and ended up stop stopping playing hockey, which was a tough situation for me then just because I played forever since then. So it was a definitely a change in pace in life. And ever since then, I've just kind of been interested in the ends of, of concussion, got me interested in studying neuroscience and just kind of all the things that are involved with concussion since a lot of people don't really know unless they've had one, what it truly is like. So, yeah. So you actually, yes, you started neuroscience, your degree because you had concussions questions previously so uh that's that's I, i'm getting to know mac as you all are now so you probably talk to grand definitely complain, complain about the goal well i did really he didn't but uh but yeah but um so so would you you knew and you got to dalhousie which is three years ago now um was there any concussion program or group they could they thought you needed to join or you wanted to join um, so when I got here, not that I knew of, I just started the Fashion Legacy Foundation chapter uh, just before Christmas, uh, so not too long ago. I had a okay. friend who started one at Guelph this year, and um, I already, already had known of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. Um, actually, 
over the pandemic, my brother and I started a little uh, apparel brand and we donated some of our profits to the Concussion Legacy Foundation. So I'd always known of them and um, known about the work they do and uh, just decided to be a good fit to start that chapter and um, something I agree with and um, am interested in learning more about. So yeah, it was great to start that chapter here and it's been, had some good reviews so far and it's been fun being able to present to kids and teach them about concussions so far. So you got, you got training from, because we were actually, our bench is the Brain Injury Association of Land Lab or NLBA is doing a, starting out doing the, the educational degree with concussion, like concussion activation, the educational program for, hopefully for schools, they haven't really talked to anybody yet there, but youth at least in sports clubs, but so you took the training from them to tell us about the, what's there, did you go by your own? What you knew about concussion through firsthand and through from neuroscience? Um, so a bit of both, really. So, yeah, the Concussion Legacy Foundation does a good job of meeting with all the chapter presidents, and we do a little bit of training for the presentation they have us do. Um, but then I've also have learned a lot about concussion just from my own interest and my own um, experience with them. So um, those presentations were trained for them, but um, I also do have a little bit of personal um examples and feedback in it so it's nice to kind of present about my interests and also keep learning about it as i do do you mind uh talking about your any of your obviously you don't just talk to kids but your uh some of those experiences so yeah for sure for your first one say yeah so i had um three concussions in about a year and a half when i was playing junior hockey in uh, western canada the first couple um i was out for about a month time, they were probably standard symptoms, headaches, stuff like that. Uh, and then the third one was more of a major one where I was out a few months, uh, came back to playing, um, felt good. And then um, that next summer of training for hockey again, I had a lot of symptoms and symptoms came back and it was really tough to train and um, get ready for the next season. And then I had supposed to go to college in the States for hockey. And when I got there, I had some concussion testing that kind of increase my symptoms again and couldn't couldn't really get away from those so i decided it was probably best to stop playing and focus on my long-term health so uh, it was a tough decision but um okay. still ha- happy i made it and um it's nice to be feeling good with no, no you symptoms play, anymore. Say, like, non-contact? you play like non-contact hockey now or just for um i haven't for a bit variation of hockey for a bit i um help just like instruct like kids yeah. and skills and stuff like that but i haven't got back into it myself yet i'm sure i will though um first i wasn't really keen on it but i've been getting the itch a bit lately and i'm sure i will um probably join some men's league or something uh, eventually you know checking a men's league or just a man's league you, just know, you don't mind you don't mind the checking or the uh contact contact this just the uh you you always you want to ski out there and skate and play with the pocket stuff but like do you do you has they because of the contact contact or are they or because of your own symptoms? Um, I'll probably stay from the contact. Um, I don't have any symptoms anymore, so it's not yeah. um much of a worry about mine. But I probably will just stay away from it just in case. So yeah, I'll probably just um stay more of this the playing and out of the contact league. And and you and you, so you started the conditional uh, legacy chapter in at Dalhousie. So is it just you now? Uh, no, so we've got about 10, 12 members now. A lot of people um, were very interested in joining. So just kind of getting off the ground a bit now. We had a presentation last week was our first one, and we're um, trying to get a few more initiatives going with it. Um, 
Nice. One of the things I started with it was kind of um, Edie, who I think you know, who runs the chapter. Yeah, Foundation. Yeah. yeah, she talked about how when she ran it at U of T, she did a podcast. So that kind of got me interested yeah. in that. So I've started a yeah, podcast with it as well. Yeah. So that so that's why I was going to ask you why you started the podcast, but Eddie kind of said like they're fun and so uh, so yeah, I've seen one. You had Nick Nick Scheller or Jeff Scheller or somebody. Yeah, New York, New York uh, doctor. Where's Um, John Lottie. John, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, who'd you talk to? You talked to somebody from New York, didn't you? Oh, New uh, New York talked to a um, neurosurgeon resident there. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, so that was my first one, and then I've done a few more since then. But it's been really cool getting to meet some cool people and see what they do, road right. concussions, and their experience. So what? So, so you. You said you got 12 people, 10, 10, 12, 10 to 12, and I'm sure the, the volunteers are not exactly, they're not, they're not going to be like as, as regular as, as others, but uh, do you, who, how did you, how did you meet them? How did you get them? Was it all through nurse notes and stuff? Or did you put out a notice saying, I'm looking for people who want to volunteer with this and just spray your students to interest in that? Yeah, a lot, a lot of us through social media, um, just posting um interest forms and a lot of people reached out pretty quick a lot of them yeah are also in neuroscience but there's some medical science students some um former students some physio students that are interested in it a lot of them have some personal experience with it whether it's through themselves having concussion or just family members friends who had concussions so it's cool to get uh, a bunch of people who are interested in the same kind of topics as me and kind of hear what they have to say about it too Nice. So, so yeah, that's all. It's not just undergrad. It's undergrad, graduate. It's everybody from all levels of. It's mostly that. undergrad, but there is a couple postgrads in it as well. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, it's undergrads. Okay, and uh, and you said you said you had one presentation. So yeah, we, who is who is that to, and how did it go? It was great. It was a group of grade sevens and eights. Um, just at a local school in Halifax here, and um, it's it went very well. The Concussion Legacy Foundation has a presentation platform for us already set yeah. up. So we go and do about a 30, 40 minute presentation, um, talk about kind of what a concussion is, a little bit of the science of it, um, and then some kind of real world examples that they can relate to. Like we talked about Sidney Crosby's concussions to a lot of the students out here in Halifax, obviously know who he is as a yeah. prominent NHL player. So um, they're interested in that. And it went really well. Uh, a lot of kids asking questions too, which is good to get, Get them thinking about it and get them more educated no, so, 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 on it. Ask you about that. So the questions, like, I mean, it's great time to answer. They don't know a lot about concussions. Yeah. What, what kind of question did they ask you? Yeah. So a lot of them, um, it's just probably even older people don't know uh, like concussions you can't necessarily see on a scan. Yeah. Um, so that was a interesting point they were asking about and kind of how they tell or kind of the symptoms where some people think you're automatically lose consciousness, which isn't always the case. So. A lot of those kind of questions were, um, they were asking more about the severe ones. If some of them had concussions, so they were asking about there's long-term effects and um, kind of stuff like that. They just have never really been taught about it, but a few of them already had experienced some in sports. So it's good to talk to them about um, that. So I guess we'll go back to your, your, your podcast. So how, many, so how often do you do it? And, and would you like how many would you like to do? And who would you like to talk to? Yeah, so I've done... Um, seven or eight so far i think i've posted four um i don't really have a set schedule for it yet i just kind of reach out to some people i think that are cool in the area in the field that researching it a lot or treating it 
Um, and I'm not really sure yet how, how long, far I want to take it, but it's cool to meet people that um, are in the field researching it or treat concussion patients and kind of see all the different views there are and how it's, how it's grown over the years. That's what I found a lot. Just, uh, just yeah. interesting just to meet people and find out their, mm-hmm. like, the research also their take on it, or what they think of, of the whole, like, everyone getting scared of it or people nobody getting scared of it or nobody being concerned about it, everybody being concerned about it and the, the different levels of, of how, what they, what they think. So if you find yeah. anybody that's give me not not, not the name names or anything, but I mean any anything surprising that you've heard from people that you're you didn't expect from the person say say I don't know I'm not going to say anything because I'm not going to want to risk anybody thinking of talking about them, but yeah, any, yeah no, there's been a there's been a lot of cool um stuff I've learned through it so far. Just a couple of researchers going through different routes, like a uh, cool topic that talked someone about was biomarkers which is just like blood yeah. tests a lot of tests for trying to diagnose concussions which there's nothing for it yet on the market but um a doctor talked to it university of calgary is into that type of research and it's really cool to see um kind of how they go with that and what they kind of think the future is with that and also just the um, doctors that have been there from for years and years and seen the progression of how concussions are diagnosed treated um and how athletes are being educated on it so it's cool to see just kind of progression and how much it's grown people um really accepted are they, are they generally happy about their direction or impressed with the direction it's going or are they thinking as business lives slow first yeah i think they're happy with it i think it's um probably concussion is behind in other injuries obviously because mm-hmm. like we said there's no scans for it or anything like that yeah. but no i think they are happy with it and um i even noticed it myself with um, my peers who i played hockey with how people really accept concussions now and are more educated on it, realize the severity of it and that they should be um, cautious of them. Speaking of, uh, of, of neuroscience, not neuroscience, but biomarkers, um, actually my, I think podcast number, like the, maybe eight or 10 or something, it was low. The one, so this is on 46 now. Um, so I talked actually, interviewed uh, Jeff Brooks, who is the, the, the Commission in Canada, Mm-hmm. chapter for for the university for students from this so uh he did a bunch of research on he did a master's degree and did a bunch of research on talking to him about i was talking to him while i was doing his master's about biomarkers and stuff there at western so he would be interesting to talk to or he'll have a different take on it or i know it. yeah so, yeah, uh, I haven't talked uh, to him, but it's it's a really cool topic. The biomarker area. It's, yeah, do you um, do you say that in the, in, the, in your class at all? Um, I don't in my classes yet, but I'd be interested in doing it uh, postgraduate, just because it is a cool topic and yeah. probably somewhere where eventually it'll get to market, probably. And uh, but it's really cool just to see the research on it. I haven't interviewed about biomarkers separate in Japanese and the blossoms, but that is it is it's a cool cool idea that you can get some some marker in your blood that will tell you. Yeah. So, uh, how far how far along is that now? Do you think? Um, I have. I'm not sure at all. Really, I don't. I don't know much about it other than talking to a few people that have researched yeah. it. But, um, hopefully, eventually they can get there one day. You see it with other things, just like um, diabetics with the quicker blood test now, and yeah, growing other fields. So, hopefully, one day they can get there and help a more objective test than um, just reporting of symptoms. So, hopefully, one day it'd be really yeah. cool to see that. I guess they have to find out, find out what kind of chemical they're released in the brain yeah. and that whole cushion some they can know what's in the bloodstream. But um, 
Yeah, so the the the, uh, the presentations again. That's where we get back to the presentations a bit now. Kind of going back and forth here, but uh, so so you said you've got you do done one. You'll be hoping you get more, or you have one lined up. Yeah, we already have more set up. We've got um, another one in a couple of days. On we have one on Tuesday out here. Um, so it's again with some uh, grades, I believe. So it's good to kind of talk to them too. The one lots of them are into sports um, of many kinds. So it's good to kind of talk to them about an injury that they. Have, a lot of them have heard of it, but don't really know what it's yeah. truly about. So it's good to let them know what kind of symptoms there are, what signs there are, so they can recognize it themselves or recognize it in their friends. Because, I mean, personally, I remember, I think I've had it, probably a couple of concussions when I was that age, but just didn't really know what they were and didn't know what to look for. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's good to educate them and just have them aware of what con concussions are. So I know and you said the graduate season. It sounds like mostly to, I guess, that age and – but um, so what kind of, what do you find there? I mean, not to, well, I guess if you can generalize their perception of concussions and what it means and how serious it, we guess like how serious it is. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of them do know it's um, serious. I think it seems like a lot of them kind of think of the extreme version of it um, when they think concussions where, maybe anybody really could think of that too, but there is just smaller bumps where people can have prolonged headaches and stuff like that. So I think that's also important. Let them know is um, you don't need to get knocked out or lose consciousness to have a concussion. There's a lot of different ways you can get one, different symptoms. They don't get me knocked out because I know when I was now younger, which is long ago new, but I mean, it was a not getting, not getting knocked out. That was a just getting knocked out. But again, getting knocked out was everyone knew it was pretty serious, but they really know the biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Yeah, I know. Like, in the presentations, I talked to them about how in like the NHL now, there's concussion spotters just for hits they think could be a risk of concussion. So it's important. I think important to tell them, show them that too, where um, these pro athletes that they're watching and stuff also um, treat concussion seriously. So if they feel they have symptoms or see their friends with them, it's important to let somebody know and make sure they're not um, risking making it worse. So in your in your presentation, as you discuss what a concussion is and how you can get them, what what else do you do to teach kids about? So that we kind of like take a three step approach. We talk about like kind of what a concussion is, um, the signs and symptoms, and we also talk a bit about what actually happens. So like your brain hitting inside your skull, and it can shake back and forth, and it can kind of injure a bunch of areas, and, uh, and talk about a bit of the surface level science stuff like the neurons being injured and yeah. that kind of is what causes all your symptoms where it can really be there's no set symptoms for concussions so we talk about that how some people can be dizzy some people can have headaches some people um, can have trouble talking there's tons of different symptoms that can arise so it's important to kind of teach them that there's many different symptoms there's not a one size fits all where if you have a concussion you're guaranteed to have this symptom i mean then the last kind of part of it we talk about different athletes or different people in the world that they may know who've had concussions. Like, like I said, Sidney Crosby, where it kind of, he really increased the discussion around it um, and kind of showed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot of them know who he is obviously. And um, a lot of people are hockey fans. So it's um, I think they resonate with that a little more and are able to understand like this top hockey player in the world and ever in the world is um, experienced concussions pretty severely. And he, Treated it properly and took the time off he needed, which is uh, what everyone should do. That must be that because that's an important part that people probably, especially get grade eight and 13, 14 years old, they do all the time right there down the whole like CD, which I'm sure you don't discuss yet. That's pretty bit too far ahead of future for them, for the kids, but me do. But uh, yeah, just the idea that the college should get well, even though he's like, he could have been. Could have been just like a major, just like it's been ridiculously prolific, but and he was ridiculously prolific, but even more so in this. And the fact that he treated the right people, they see them think kids, especially see them think that all week could just if he, if he just ignored it, he'd been playing forever. But you gotta realize that it's hard to get to across to kids that uh, the effects will, will catch up with you, and it's not like it's not if, it's not maybe. To win and and that there's life after after hockey, yeah, so, yeah. So I'm sorry, um, yeah. So so when you were when you when you were playing you were playing juniors or junior hockey in in Washington Canada was there was there anything then towards condition protocols or, or yeah, there's def- there is definitely a protocol even when I was um, playing minor hockey growing up there. There's the preseason concussion baseline testing. And then if you're deemed a concussion or you think you might, you do the testing again. So um, I was really fortunate when I was out 
um, playing in Western Canada. Uh, when I had concussions, uh, my team and coaches really understood it well and were very open to um, let me take my time off to make sure I get better and let me see. Did do a good job getting taking time off. Yeah. Away from it. But also, and, uh, and yeah, I was going to ask you about uh, something else, but I forget now because we're doing this kind of kind of live, but not really. But, uh, but um, what was I going to say? I don't want to waste time. I'm just, I'm just dead air. So I'm just keep talking. But, uh, I'm actually gonna like answer that question, but uh, uh we can't think of it now, so we're just gonna we're just gonna I'll leave this all in because I don't like editing and stuff. So sure. all this all this stuff with the down by me just rambling on. The little left in so poor people can listen to this one, but uh sorry about that. Um mm-hmm. but but uh so what what do you what do you uh what do you hope to get from Riverfront? Do you, do you hope just these schools now? Or do you hope to get to like others, other groups of kids, like sports teams or even your age or or university yeah. age? Or, or, or I don't know if you go up that. You go, don't you go to 18, right? Is there an age limit? That... Uh, no, I don't believe so. I think all the above. I think hopefully we can reach out to some sports teams in the Halifax area and even some of the university teams. Um, I think it seems like everyone's becoming more educated on it, but it never hurts to – um, see kind of all the ins and outs of it that we can present to them and show them. So yeah, it'd be great to get some high schools, some older kids, um, and then some minor hockey teams around here, maybe or minor sports teams, and even some of the Dal teams, hopefully. Uh, I just thought what I want to ask you about was the baseline testing. How how do you how do you feel about that? Do you feel it's important, or do you think it's, or do you think, or have you heard have you talked to anybody who thinks it's important or not important or or just good but not necessary? Yeah, it's I think it's definitely important. Um, it's good to have everyone kind of see where they're at when they're healthy, um, and then see what does change so it can help them treat specific symptoms where maybe it's memory, maybe it's balance, stuff like that. Um, hopefully, it can I guess anywhere concussions where it's a lot more um, reporting of symptoms or subjective. Hopefully, they can get to a point where it's uh, more measurable and more specific, where people can't kind of cheat it as much. But um, it's still important to do. I think everyone that I've talked to think it's important to do. Um, some of the doctors I talked to in my podcast also agree. There's um, a few different baseline tests that they use, but um, it's definitely important to do something so they can compare it to when you are injured or think you may be injured. So did you find, not necessarily in your team, but did you find that in the in, in the Western Hockey League when you're in Western Canada playing junior hockey? Do you find that people were, sorry, do you find people were cheating the system or cheating the, the test? They kind of, Flunking, not flunking, being going lower. Yeah. Test so they could play longer. Um, I never really experienced it too much when um through my teens or anything like that. But I know it was, um when I was younger as a kid, most people probably didn't when we were 12, 13, 14, didn't really think it was as important as it is now. But no, I think um everyone's really understanding now that it is important to um not cheat anything like that, just to try to play the game where you can't risk your health for that. So no, right. I think the narrative changing a lot now so that's good to see so uh, i guess finally uh so you're you're the third year in Arizona, now I'm in your, you're in your second term of, of a third year so uh what do you do you have any plans for the future for your graduate or whatever post yeah. post your undergraduate degree in neuroscience yeah I'm, I'm hoping to kind of stay in the concussion world a bit whether it's a you know, master's i'm hoping to 
go to medical school too eventually. So, um, but I also be interested in doing some sort of research whether it's a master's and like that, um, revolved around concussions because I'm very interested in that. So I'd like to stay in that area if I can. Yeah, I, I guess I mean, third year still a lot of learning in fourth and fourth year too. But uh, do you find certain areas say that you now me and now you're saying I know probably change, but I mean thinking that if you you know several biomarkers or biomarkers the area do most of the study or do you have another area? Um, I think that's a big interest of mine. Um, I'm not really set on one area. I'm kind of interested in all of them, just yeah. like treatment as well. And when I had my concussions, I was treated by a uh, doctor in Kingston that really helped me. And it's, uh, I think, important for people to realize there's tons of different types of treatment they can get with concussion. So I'm interested in that area too, just to see um, how everyone can kind of get better quick and um, not sustain any effects and um, just kind of optimize everything around concussions. And, and physiotherapy too, which is yeah. also available with Dahazi. I know because I did a presentation there back yeah. in 2016. Nice. Maybe. It's a physiotherapy, the physiotherapist I was just talking about my own injury. Just was more about it was about my podcast, more about necessarily about teaching about conditions. But yeah, uh, yeah but so you when you said yeah on Tuesday you have a new another presentation presentation kind of kind of for a concussion legacy foundation group for you. Yeah, well, how many of you are going to the school? So we have um yeah one on Tuesday um. We'll have a couple of presentations at the school then, so a couple of different classes. And um, yeah, so it's a, it's a PowerPoint presentation that the Concussion Legacy Foundation um, already has made for us, and then they nice. trained us for it. And yeah, so it's um, good to have the same presentation over and over so we can kind of make sure we're sharp on it ourselves and also just keep relaying the same messages to the younger generations. Do you, do you tell them those are your podcasts? I haven't. Maybe, maybe I should know. You should. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so you're. So uh, I guess now. So speaking of your podcast, how can people? Where can people find it and find the Christian Canada, Christian Lady in Canada, and your yeah. podcast and uh, all your stuff, the great stuff that Dalhousie is doing for Christian, and you are. Thanks. Yeah. So it's called the Untangled Podcast, and it's on. Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts um, under the Untangled Podcast name. So yeah, and then, uh, that's where the people can find it. So. And commission, and how can they hold you at Dow? Uh, yeah, so Dow, we're um, most of them, other chapters as well are on Instagram under uh, Concussion Can uh, and then at the at Dow. So yeah. they can kind of find us there and then um, also reaching out to the Concussion Legacy Foundation uh, Canada chapter. Um, Edie does a great job um, running that, so she's great to work with too. Yeah, we have we have a position Edie for our, our group for from from Moral University here, which and yeah. uh, which most of the volunteers are from there, so really yeah, good. But um, yeah, so so people are at Dow. They want this. You know, they now hear this podcast or hear yours. Hopefully, well, well, how do they reach you? How do they get hold of you to be part of this? Yeah, most of it on Instagram where um reach out through there or my email. Um some it's been through others that are on the on the chapter as well, just their their peers and friends are interested. Um we're hopefully getting want to get involved in the Halifax as a brain awareness week in uh, March. So we're hoping to get involved in that a bit too to kind of 
um, get out there a bit and let everyone know what we are standing for, I guess, and kind of keep educating people and uh, about what we're doing. Have you I had a podcast in two years ago now? Three years ago, three years ago, yes. Chloe Luckett, who is this brandy no Scotia? And she does the yoga, lover brain yoga, yoga program. So you want to get a lot of her, get touch her. But, uh, but yes, in the meantime, this Untangled podcast, I think it's, I think it's great for, for, for the Hazi students, especially, and anybody listen to, but people are Dow or Halifax. Listen to this, you get a local, not a local in Kingston, but you know, locally produced and hosted podcast. And, uh, listen to that one. And, uh, and also the uh, Concussion Canada Foundation, Legacy Foundation Canada. Um, the, uh, if you're, let's say, a principal or uh, I'm not sure how they're allowed, teachers are unsure about the, how they allow, how the permissions to invite people to schools, but say if you're a principal, I'm sure you must be able to, does get the invite people in. So, yeah, the Concussion Canada, Legacy Foundation Canada, Dalhousie Group. Round to give your give great presentations. So uh, thank you, Mac, and uh, please check or check out the untangled the, the untangled podcast. And uh, is there a web page that or or just to just um, there's that and there's the Instagram page also um, at the untangled podcast. So yeah, okay. if people want to check that out, yeah, look look that up. So, uh, thank you so much, Mac. Thanks for joining me. And uh, stick around for a second. I'll say bye after I stop this podcast. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.